After all, receiving presents when you go on a romantic cruise is wonderful. But what if someone gives you and your husband a corpse? National Broadcasting Company presents The Adventures of the Abbots, starring Claudia Morgan and Mandel Kramer as Pat and Jean Abbott, the nationally popular characters of detective fiction created by Francis Crane. NBC invites you to join Pat and Jean each week at this time for an exciting recorded adventure in romance and crime. Here is Jean Abbott to set the stage for tonight's Puzzle in Murder. I decided to get away from it all. As if you ever do when your husband's a private detective. Anyway, the boat had sailed, and Pat and I brushed off the confetti and headed for our cabin. This way to the Abbott's cabin, ma'am. Oh, Pat. But it's sensational. Mm-hmm. Must be very wealthy people, these Abbott's. Now I'll just close this door. Now, me proud beauty, now that I have you alone in me, Kevin, maybe I ought to grow a mustache so I could twirl it now and then, huh, Jean? No, don't grow a mustache, Mr. Abbott. I kind of like you the way you are. Oh, Pat, everyone's been so sweet I could cry. Look at all those presents. Four Bon Voyage baskets, six bottles of champagne, and those roses. Mmm. The cabin smells like Shangri-La. <laughs> where are you going, dear? Take a shower and dress for dinner. Oh, well, wear the white dinner jacket tonight, Pat, so I can be very proud of my handsome husband. Okay, darling, but I hate the darn thing. I always feel like a head waiter. <laughs> we, uh, we have a present that we didn't know about, Jean. Really? Oh, that's marvelous. Don't tell me. Now, let me guess. Um, bath salts? No. Orchids? Mm-mm. Well, what is it, Pat? A dead body. Oh, isn't that nice? What did you say? There's a guy in there taking a shower, but he's not singing. Now, Pat Abbott, if you're clowning around... Now, you, let me... Uh, you stay out of there, darling. It's not a very pretty sight for starting a vacation. Somebody split his head open with a fire hatchet. <laughs> second honeymoon got off to a delightful start with champagne, roses, and a cadaver. We found a horrible mangled body in our cabin. Pat called the captain. I thought all ship's captains looked and talked like Charles Lawton, but this chap was very simple. Not at all dramatic, but abrupt. Almost too abrupt. After quite a few questions... Sorry this happened, Mr. Abbott. I know you're a detective, but I'll assume complete charge of this case. That's all right with me. I'm on a vacation. Mm. I'll arrange for you to use another cabin. You know who the dead man is, Captain? Yes. You mind telling me? He was a member of the French secret police. Oh? Any idea who killed him? I told you I was taking charge of this case. Oh, I'm sorry. It was just professional curiosity. Pat, 
Let's get out of here. Uh, good idea, Mrs. Abbott. You'll feel better, and I can get to work. You're uh, sure I can't help you, Captain? Absolutely. What's happened is quite obvious. The dead man's fully clothed. He was killed near this door. The body was pushed into the tub to hide it. Of course, there aren't any clues at all about the killer yet. Oh, aren't there? Captain, if you'd have looked at the ashtrays in this cabin, you'd have noticed three brands of cigarettes had been smoked. What? Now, you use a pipe. Uh, my wife and I might smoke two brands, but how about the third one? It might be interesting to know whose cigarette that was, don't you think? Well, I, uh, I'd have noticed that eventually. I, I just... Well, uh... sorry to have wasted so much time for you, Captain. This is your case, isn't it? Captain made us promise not to mention a word about the murder to anyone and to behave as though this was a very jolly trip, which indeed it turned out to be. The trip was to Martinique and the French West Indies. And there were some passengers who'd crossed from Cherbourg to New York and then gone south. While Pat was playing shuffleboard, I strolled into the cocktail lounge. I met a very dapper little gentleman. He was almost a Hollywood idea of a comic Frenchman. Small, delicate, with a moustache. Very graceful airs about him. He wore a loud Nile green suit and a yellow ascot tie. Very sheezy. We were at the bar. Uh, Madame Abbott, to me you are absolute perfection, except for one thing. Oh, what's that, Pierre? You are married. To my eternal regret. Ah, uh, come, c'est dommage. I shall never know why it is that all of the exquisite women I meet are married. It is very depressing. Well, don't let it get you down. You're like my husband. Well, he may be the most charming gentleman in the world, but uh, for taking you to himself, I detest him. Uh, Pierre, tell me, what business have you run away from for this cruise? I have run away from the East Indies, madame, the export business. I have come to forget all of my troubles. Of course, confidentially, it is not easy to forget the troubles of the world, even on this boat. What about this boat? You see the gentleman at the other end of the lounge? Uh-huh. He is uh, Jacques Fontaine. You have heard about Monsieur Fontaine? No, I, I met him for a second. He I... is uh, what the writer Pertinax, uh, André Gérault, would call a gravedigger of France. He was a collaborationist. At first, he worked with the Quad Fur. Now he is involved in the mess in Indonesia, on the wrong side again. Really? Yes. Well, my husband and I thought he was very pleasant. Every night I pray that Monsieur Fontaine will not live to see the morning. But I am a timid gentleman. If I only had the courage to, uh... The courage to what? <sighs> I am just dreaming, madame. Enjoying yourself, Jean? Oh, hello, Pat. Pierre Duchamp, my husband, Mr. Abbott. Mm, Enchanté, monsieur. I hope you will pardon me for monopolizing your wife's time. Uh, she is so delightful. I stole a few minutes of conversation with her. Oh, it's all right. Now, if you will excuse me, I shall leave you two very happy people alone. A young couple in love, eh? Ah, c'est magnifique. Oh, well, don't run off, Pierre. Yes, madame, I go. But we shall see more of each other, no? My cabin is number five on A deck. We are neighbors, right? Au revoir now. Bientôt. Bye. Bye. Oh, really, Pat, you didn't have to glare at the poor little fellow. Jean, why is it that if I leave you alone for more than 60 seconds, the wolf pack comes out howling? Don't be stuffy. He is up to no good. 
With all that dancing around and bowing and scraping. He's just a wolf. And you encourage him, pal. Oh, don't run off, Pierre. Will you stop acting like a jealous little boy? Now, Oscar Wilde once said that Suppose jealousy... Suppose we skip is... the quotations, hmm? Pat, I found out something. And it might be helpful. What is it? Pierre Lowe's that chubby man we met. Jacques Fontaine. The one at the other end of the bar. Because he, he says Fontaine's on the wrong side in Asia. Now, how did you know? Scuttlebutt. Well, a lot Pierre of hep says... Washington columnists say that Fontaine is innocent. They say all this talk about his being a traitor is just a lot of French pastry. We'll get a chance to judge for ourselves, though, darling. Why? In the mirror. He's coming over. Now, if you start gushing over him the way you did over Pierre... Pat, Voltaire once said that the monster of jealousy... Don't quote is... at me. I can't stand people who do that. Hello, Mr. Fontaine. Monsieur Abbott, Madame Abbott, may I join you? We didn't have much of an opportunity to chat when we first met. Oh, sit down, Mr. Fontaine. We'd be delighted. Um, have you just come from France? Mary, yes. Did you, um, have any trouble getting out of the country? Oh, no, no. Why should I? Just asking. Europe's not exactly a uh, playground these days. Oh, I have been made the victim of cheap political gossip, Mr. Abbott. Oh? And you have been listening to it. And you have believed it. Oh, I didn't say that. I am on the side of democracy in French Indonesia. Of course, uh, your story has been corroborated, Mr. Fontaine. Ah, uh, no. No, that is impossible. The only witnesses I have... Uh, yes? ...were killed. After a few minutes, the conversation changed and Pat lost interest. At least he seemed to. Actually, I knew he was anxious to prowl around the ship. He left me with Fontaine and went back to our cabin. Oh, I... Aren't you in the uh, wrong cabin, ma'am? You are, Monsieur Rabbit. Yes. You know, I'm beginning to wonder what makes me so popular. We keep having visitors in here. Please, forgive me. I'm Marie Fontaine. Fontaine? Yes, I saw you in the lounge before. You were speaking to my father. Well? It is very rude, but I wanted to speak to you. I was waiting in the hallway, hoping you would come, but then I, I saw a man's shadow. Someone was watching me, following me. He seemed to be just around the turn toward the exit. I, I was frightened. I, I ran into your cabin to be safe. I, I waited for you here. Miss Fontaine, what's this all about? Why should anyone follow you? And why do you want to speak to me? It is about my father. You know, they say he is a traitor to France, but he is innocent, Mr. Abbott. He is innocent. And you, you are a famous detective. You can help us. Secret agents, they follow him. He will be killed. He will be killed. Now, Marie, just he take will... it easy now. I'll do whatever I can. Oh, you will. Oh, but I do not have any money. I have nothing to well, offer that's, you. Well, that's all right. You just forget that. Just relax. Oh, Mr. Abbott, I knew you would help me. You are a darling, a darling. Now, Marie, Marie, please. I... Oh, your now, name. Look, Marie. Uh, Marie, please. I... Oh, look oh, out, Mr. fellows. Here come the cops. Oh, Jean, uh... Come in, come in, Jean. This, this is... Uh... Oh, this must be your wife. <laughs> C'est drôle. <laughs> yes. C'est drôle. <laughs> uh, shall I turn on the air conditioning, Pat? You look um, overheated. Well, no, darling. I, 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 I was just... thanking your husband, Mrs. Abbott. I am Marie Fontaine. 
He's going to cooperate with me. Going to? My dear Miss Fontaine, he is cooperating. Oh, I'm sorry if you misunderstand. I, I shall leave. Uh, I'd better see you to your cabin, Miss Fontaine. She, she's not safe going around uh, on the ship alone, Jean. Now, where have I heard that one before? Jean, on the subject of jealousy, George Bernard Shaw said... While I cooled off in our room, Pat escorted Marie back to her cabin. Very conscious of the fact that a killer was at large who might not have played his last card. This is my cabin, number three. Three? Didn't uh, Pierre say that he had number five on this deck? Ah, yes, his cabin is next to mine. Uh, the little man in the green suit? I do not trust him. He makes me very nervous. Hmm. Is there a connecting door between your two cabins? Yes, there is, but I keep it locked. Pierre behaved like a harmless pigeon, but I think that he is a wicked vulture. You and me both. I shall be quite safe if I stay in my cabin. Thank you for bringing me here, Mr. Abbott. I'm sorry if I upset your wife. Good night, Marina. Oh, uh, confidentially. Yes? I'm not really sorry. I like kissing you. You are you are the kind of man for whom a woman would be glad to take risks. You are... Uh, good night, Marie. Say, draw. Coming to bed? No, not yet, darling. I want to visit Mr. Fontaine. Darling, he didn't kill that secret agent. Didn't he? I think Pierre did. The man in the green suit is a phony, if you ask me. You agree, Pat? Well, I'll tell you more about it when I come back. You got a clue? Mm-hmm. I want to talk to the steward on A-deck. Oh, I'll come with you. No, you'll stay here. I'll come with you. You'll stay here. I'll scream. I'll pull the fire alarm. I'll, I'll break the door down. I love women. Here we are. This is Fontaine's cabin. I'll knock. Uh, uh, Monsieur Abbott. Pat, I, Pat, he's been stabbed. Uh, he's falling. I'll get him. Hold him up. Oh, uh, Mr. Fontaine, try to speak to us. Tell me what happened. Who was it? Who was it? He's checked out. I'll call the captain. Just put the body on the sofa. Hello, this is Pat Abbott. May I speak to the captain, please? It's urgent. Captain, this is Pat Abbott. Come on down to number eight on B-deck. Somebody's killed Fontaine. They seemed to have done quite a job on Fontaine, didn't they? Captain, when that secret agent died, 
Did you get any ideas about the case? We went over every detail. I found nothing. You sure you didn't overlook something? I resent the implication, Mr. Abbott. Look, isn't it a bit late for all this studied formality? Mr. Abbott, you keep your professional nose out of this or you'll be awfully sorry you didn't. Look, Pat, look what I found. Hmm? This piece of yellow cloth. Oh, let me see that. It's from Pierre's tie, isn't it? Could be. Oh, two dozen men on this ship are wearing yellow ties. I've seen them. Yes, but uh, Pierre kept talking about having the courage to... Uh, to... Go on, Mrs. Abbott, go on. Well, oh. oh, confound it, now what? We raced to the top deck. It was pitch black up there. The captain shouted commands. Long fingers of light swept the water. Anybody see him? Anybody see him? Get that boat down! Faster! Faster! Hop to it! Pat? Yes? I'll bet Pierre jumped off. He said he just needed courage, that's all. He stabbed Fontaine and then he went over. He committed suicide. Oh, they'll never find him in that black water. You've solved this pretty quickly, haven't you, chum? Bring that light more to the left. The left! Swing it over! That's it! Binoculars! Get my binoculars! Come on! Come on! The search was fruitless. After hours of hunting desperately and sailing around in circles, the captain gave up. Finally, we sailed ahead. Pat and I went to see Marie. It, it is no use. My father is dead. He's dead. Oh, if I could have put my hands on that Pierre, that murderer. He's paid for it, Marie. He's done away with himself. Pierre died too easily, too quickly. Should have died like the dirty beast that he was. All this hysteria won't do you any good, Marie. Had I, I wonder what to do about that note. What note, madame? Well, yesterday when we were alone, your father gave me a note, Marie. He asked me to give it to the French embassy. Your father said it was terribly important. Oh, what was in it? I don't know. It was sealed. Your father asked me not to open it. He said I should see that it goes directly to the French government and to no one else. I will be glad to bring it to them. I will be proud. Now, Marie, dear, I I do trust you, but... I think uh, Jean had better do what your father said, Marie. We'll take it to the French embassy. Yes, yes, I, I am sorry for asking you. Forgive me. Everything must be done just as my father said. Oh, I'm feeling better, Marie. Oh, yes, Captain. Thank you. Making any progress, Captain? Get at the truth yet? No, not yet. Look, maybe Mind I... your own business, Abbott. Now, you're supposed to be on a vacation, remember? I'll work this out in my own good time and in my own way. Later, Pat went for another one of his strolls around the deck. As I watched him disappear with that long, casual, western gait of his, I went back into our cabin alone. One second. Good evening, Madame <gasps> Abbott. Pierre, Pierre, it's you, but... You're... I'm supposed to be at the bottom of the ocean, yes. eh? Yes, sorry to disappoint you. Shut the door or I will use this gun. But you didn't commit suicide. But you did kill Fontaine, didn't you? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. And that agent of the Sûreté? 
Yes. You knew too much about me. You have a note, Madame Abbott, from Monsieur Fontaine. I will take it, please. I am not going to give it to you. But now, my dear, you must have learned by this time that human life has very little value to me. I have done away with two people. I could so easily make it a third. Give me that note, Madame Abbott. Get out of here, Pierre. I want that note. I shall wait exactly ten seconds for you to hand it over. Then I shall kill you. You don't frighten me at all, Pierre. Two seconds have gone by. I shall wait ten, as I said. Then I shall get you out of the way. The shots would be heard and you'd be caught. You haven't much of a chance anyway. You'll be seen no matter what you do. You're finished, Pierre. Odd that you should be willing to die for that little piece of paper. Surely it is not that important. When my watch comes to the tenth second, I shall fire. Eight seconds. Nine seconds. Drop that gun, Pierre. Abbott. Duck, Jean. Pat. Pat, you missed him. You hit the mirror. You hurt, darling? No, but there he goes, Pat, down the hallway. But go ahead, you... Pat, what are you standing there for? Just want to kill time, darling. I missed him purposely. You... You what? Now I want to give him a chance to get back to his cabin. I don't want to grab him right now. Well, of all the... I thought... That it was all over? That all I had to do was catch Pierre? No, no, darling. You've been oversimplifying this deal ever since the cards were out. He's had enough time now. Come on. Pat. Pat, be careful. Don't follow me. I certainly will. Shh. Easy now. Round this turn. There he is. Way, way down the hall. Mm-hmm. You see him? He's looking around for you. Now he's going into his cabin. There he goes. Good. Come on. First, I'll just have a look in here. Oh, but, but that's Marie's cabin. Of course it is. Fine. It's empty. Make sure that connecting door is locked. Yes, it is. All right, now, come out here in the hallway. That's it. Now we're going to play some games. You got a cigarette? A, a cigarette? Now? Sure. A pet addict. Come on, come on. Add a girl. Now give me a light. Oh, what in the world? I'm going to blow a, some smoke through the keyhole in Pierre's cabin. When I do, you scream fire. Pat, I, I can't. Come on, come on, start screaming. Fire! 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 Where is it? What is the matter? Marie! Stand what? right there, Marie. What? I missed you before on purpose, but this time I'm playing for keeps. Where's... Where's... Pierre? There isn't any Pierre. Is there, Marie? There never was any Pierre. Was there, Marie? You rotten... Come on, talk up. Yes, you're right. You created Pierre, Marie... Yes, you played the part of two people. You were Pierre with the help of a wig, a mustache, a green suit, and a slight change in your voice. No, you I can't. said stand still. Look in that cabin, Jean. No. It will not be necessary. The disguise is in there. Who was Fontaine, Marie? I said who he was... He was my husband. He disowned me. He despised me. He would not have anything to do with me. He was very wealthy. He was not a collaborator. He gave money to the French resistance. To a certain Pierre Duchamp. You killed the real Pierre then, didn't you? Yes, in Paris. 
to get the fortune my husband had given him. Then I became Pierre myself. You followed your husband to the boat. You took a cabin. He must have pleaded with you to leave him alone, but you wouldn't. A French secret agent caught up with you. So you grabbed a small fire hatchet and killed him. You built up the story about your husband's being a traitor. You built Pierre as a patriot. You stabbed your husband, then you wanted us to think that Pierre had knocked him off and jumped the boat. What'd you throw into the water, a packing box? Please, please, I, I cannot talk anymore. I'm tired. Take me to the captain. I will not give you any more trouble. The money you got by killing the real Pierre wasn't enough, was it? You wanted to inherit everything your husband had, too. May we go now, please? Whatever you do not know must be in that notebook that my husband left. All right, start walking. That ladder goes to the top deck, to the captain's headquarters. Yes. Yes, I will. This has all happened so fast. Pat, Pat take her arm. I, I think she's <laughs> ill. May, may I please have your arm? Oh! Biting, eh? You'll never take me, oh, you... and scratching, there too. There you are. You're not going to... All right, then I'll just carry you to no. the brig. No, Up you... you go. Stop it. No. Oh, see what I mean, Jean? I love women... After Pat had turned that tigress over to the captain, we had dinner. We danced. We went up on deck to um, begin our romantic cruise again. Pat, how'd you know Marie was also Pierre? Well, that was easy, darling. First of all, I never saw them together at the same time. Now, that was just a vague notion, so I asked the steward on A-deck to do a favor for me. Oh? He showed me the cigarettes that he'd emptied out of the ashtrays in Pierre's cabin. Every one of them had lipstick on the tip. Mm. And, and if you weren't sure then, you must have been later. I noticed Marie was the only person we'd told about the note. But a few minutes later, Pierre came in and asked for it. Oh, I'll bet the captain's hopping mad. He was hoping to solve the case without you, the arrogant so-and-so. <laughs> he isn't half as mad as I am. It's a fine second honeymoon this is. Pat. Hmm? I was just thinking. Yes, dear? Well, if the boat sank... If the boat sank? And we were marooned on a desert island for the rest of our lives, what would you do? Hmm... I don't know. Spend most of the time... Doing what? This. Mm. I told you, darling. I love women. Moral of the story. I made one mistake that you can benefit by if you're planning a cruise. Please don't go on a streamlined luxury ship. Go on a very small, dangerous boat that's liable to be shipwrecked near some lovely private island.
National Broadcasting Company has presented The Adventures of the Abbots, starring Claudia Morgan and Mando Kramer as those nationally popular personalities of detective fiction, Pat and Jean Abbott, created by Francis Crane. Adventures of the Abbots has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>